Welcome to your one-stop shop for all things deals, discount and tips when it comes to buying, well, pretty much anything. Coming up on this week's episode, what is going on with self-checkouts? Inflation is going down, but that doesn't mean that things are getting any better. We'll explain all. And why Kevin the Carrot is causing such a ruckus at Aldi. They are fighting in the aisles over that one. All that plus our best deals of the week. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Big Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional stand-up comedian. And alongside me, as always, the man who needs no introduction, so I didn't bother to write one. It's Paul Watson. Hello, hello. Hi, how are you? You didn't match my energy there. Oh, was this more energy or less energy? <laughs> I was looking for, this is my Wembley type stuff there, Paul, and you were just your usual well, Loki stuff. This respect. is an acoustic set. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm not, I don't mean this to come out here, but you just said you couldn't be bothered to write an introduction. So for me to come in with kind of a high energy might be embarrassing. Maybe, I didn't or... say I wasn't bothered. Oh. I said you didn't need one. Oh, didn't I need one. I you're an icon. Oh, wow. Oh, I, don't know. I you, can see why that was confusing suggested to you. that very gently. Um... You know, I didn't want to scare you with the information. <laughs> oh, I thought you were just alluding to that after, what, 48 episodes. Well, you, you, know. you were just humbly bragging about being at Bristol Vic last night with like a rival podcast that you also host. So, a ri- uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put describe you it as a rival podcast. <laughs> the Guardian Football Weekly. Yeah, people who always say it's one or the other, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's False Economy or Football Weekly. That's the one they listen to. It, it's true. You, can, you cannot choose both. That's too much Paul Watson. People are making yeah, a choice. It's true. I'm not saying it's not us they're choosing, but I am saying it's not us they're choosing. In. Anyway, that was the sparkling gold band's a bit done. Tick, I think we've nailed that. I really enjoyed doing the podcast last week. Oh, thanks. You say that incredulously. No, um, it was just really fun, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. It was really good. Shall we carry on? Oh yeah, yeah. We should do it again. Yeah. Because you know, we were like, isn't it great that there's only two of us? Mm. We can really have a time to shine. Well, uh, that time is over. Uh, we are going to begin by catching you up on this week's consumer news and joining us. Not that the two of us weren't enough, but just in case, joining us today is our expert in deals. It is uh, the one and only, making his False Economy debut, Dan Evans from Hello. Hot UK Deals. How are you? I'm not too bad. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. So yeah, we're going to go through some uh, some of the news of the week. You'll know all this already, but just for the listener, we're going to break down what some of the, uh, the big headlines have been this week. And we're going to start with... Self-checkouts. Now, Booths have announced that they are getting rid of the automated self-checkouts because customer feedback has been that they don't like it. So uh, on the other end of the spectrum, Tesco is doing away with the notion of checkouts altogether. And they just now they called it magic in what was presumably the press release, but they are going to just perceive the shopping that you've got and charge you based on that. Nothing can go wrong, considering the weighing scales can't tell when there's shopping on it. Nothing can obviously go wrong with this concept. When, when do they put, so you you just walk out as if you're stealing it and somehow you get charged. And you get a receipt and you get charged. Just like... Wow. I know. It's yeah. like that we couldn't cope with how the technology works. Yeah, I imagine what it is, is it's a camera. So where do you stand, Paul, on the self-checkout um, business? I actually, I really like self-checkouts and um, I didn't like them at first. I must admit. Um, you don't and... strike me as a man who loves change. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's funny you say that. I, I was quite cynical about them. But actually, um, I will say for people that are quite shy or people who perhaps struggle with social interactions at times, it's not a bad thing to have an option where you don't have to talk to a person. So in my opinion, the, the best of both worlds is to have man checkouts and non person yeah. checkout so that you can you can then choose whether you feel like you're able and up to a conversation and i think it must have done a lot of good for people who 
for various reasons, don't feel capable of having a conversation with someone at that time to just be able to put it through a machine, I'd, I'd have thought. Yeah, I, I agree. I think people do get frustrated with self-checkout and that is because unexpected item in the bagging <laughs> area it fills everyone with fury. But we've kind of forgotten what it was like when you had to queue behind 12 other people when you had one item and they had 30. So I do think it streamlined the process a bit. If the machines worked, I don't think we'd be furious about them. But I guess... Yeah, there, there is this thing where like, <laughs> you know, I feel like it almost has a personality, the machine. Though. Like Sometimes you get off to a bad start with it and it, it, it moans at the first item you put in and you just know you're off to a bad one. It's going to be every <laughs> single item you put in. it. Go- and some of them... Yeah, you know I, when you've got a bad machine. You know you've got, got a, a machine, machine on a bad day. And there's one of them, I don't know if it's like at all branches, but I think it's a it's either Tesco's or something. There's one that go, that makes this noise like when you put a thing in that shouldn't go in. And when that noise goes off, I just like, I just get this irrational anger. So like everyone thinks I'm an idiot. Your little yeah. red lights flashing. Everybody knows. Everybody knows you've it's done you. It wrong. You've caused the problem. <laughs> Absolute amateur. And then like the irony of having to flag someone over to sort of say, I tried to put some carrots in the bag. And you know, yeah. So when they don't work, they are the most annoying things. But I guess on the on the flip side of that is if you've got people who are quite lonely and quite isolated. So elderly people like the chat. I know I used to work on the checkout. And my God, did elderly people like the chat? And uh, they'd be like, oh, if you were 10 years younger, I'd be like, still 40 years too young for you, you randy old goat, but carry on. Like, I love that that's one of your fond memories of the chat as some sort of sexually inappropriate advance. <laughs> that was nice. But, but you see, and I, she always used to like give me a wink and go, oh, you watch him now. It's like, I think I could get away. <laughs> <laughs> but but you see, yeah, I'm thinking the ideal is to have both options. Not, yeah. not the randy old man option, yeah. but the, the option of having like a chat at a checkout or the self-checkout. What do you think, Dan? I think if they find out all the issues like as you say you go to scan and you get an energy drink and you're 55 <laughs> and you have to wait for a massive queue for someone to come and go is it okay if I prove it and you feel like you're 15 yeah you have to go through that mortifying chat go, of them looking at you and pretending like you might be too young yeah and it's every time and now and again you still get ID'd and I'm sitting here with a beard and a hat and a walking stick and still you still have to wait if they get those ironed out then I don't think it's a problem but on the flip side People may miss that interaction with person at the till having a quick chat and it may that thing may make their day. Yeah, so we are we're not sure. <laughs> good good to have a strong view on that. We we think both. <laughs> yeah. So maybe we've got the best best of all of us and you've got machines which don't work well enough, so you have to deal with a human anyway. <laughs> well you need to basically just like make an appointment to even go in when you just want a can of coke. But uh, on the subject of cans of Coke, inflation has gone down. Does that mean my cans of Coke will be cheaper? No. 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 (laughs) No, it doesn't. (laughs) I think that was an effortless segue that demonstrates my prestige as a comedian. It's a great segue. I'm going to put it straight out there. I don't care. No, I'm just going to say, I'm going to be totally transparent. I don't understand inflation. And I, I hear talk about these kind of things all the time. And I always think, oh, I should look this up. I should learn more about these kind of things. And I, I never really do. So, yeah, I don't really understand whether this is just being heralded as good news, right? Well, Generally. it's been heralded by the people in power as good news because they, God knows, they need some good news. But it's been going up solidly for like the last couple of years. I think, Dan, you were saying earlier that this is the lowest it's been. Apparently so. But any inflation is bad. So it's... It's going up slower, but it is still at the rate 
you know, it's it's still steadily going up. This will not make anything any cheaper. It just won't make it more expensive more quickly. Okay. So I think people do get you. You get the gist of it, and I'm the same. It's like oh, low in, low inflation, good. High inflation, bad. But in terms of what it actually means to your to, weekly because, shop, but also isn't there the thing that like pay everyone's pay should technically be going up all the time yes. too but in reality a lot well most people their pay is either not going up or it's going up so slowly that it's yeah. less than the rate of that inflation so we actually feel poorer right this month is apparently pay rises have gone up in a way that is promising but that's the average of every single person in the uk so if you think about that and you think of the type of people that are probably getting the pay rises that have led to this being a slight increase it's probably not our people in the lowest skill jobs. It's probably not that money's not being passed down to the people that need it the most. So I think having that average really does skew the results in terms of what a positive actually looks like, because there are fewer jobs than ever as well in the job market, apparently. So uh, if you yeah. haven't got a job, you're not finding one this month, which is pretty bleak. Especially around Christmas. Like This must be the worst. Um, it's, I've, I've been made redundant around Christmas in the past. It's a horrible, horrible time to be made redundant. And I think... Um, yeah, as you say, there are always ways of spinning all the all the stats out on that. I mean, the the people, you know, the politicians and the people who work around the politicians are the experts in making these stats sound very positive. When it's, it's not bad news, no, it's just not good news. It's not good. News. And I guess we're also just immune now to these figures. Like they've been going up, and the language around them has been so hysterical for so long. Same with interest rates that I feel like everybody's sort of tuned out. Yeah, I think it's it's really difficult for the the general public to understand what it actually means down to the nitty gritty. Like you go up to the petrol station, the prices are sky high, and you're like, wow, no, no help at all. And you go into Tesco or somewhere like that or another supermarket, and prices are absolutely insane. So I don't think people understand it quite well yet. But as soon as it starts hitting their pocket, people that's when people sort of get worried. Yeah, you're right. But I think petrol's a really good one. It's a good gauge because a lot of people drive, you know, not everyone does, but a lot of people drive and you don't have a lot of choice about that. And you fill up your car and you do it pretty much at reasonably regular intervals. And so you just see that amount. I mean, you you know how much money it costs to fill your car up. It's just, you do it all the time. You see the number, you're like, okay, yeah. And okay, sometimes you end up at a slightly more expensive petrol station, but usually you go to the same one. And so you just see the same thing that you were buying literally a week, two weeks, whatever it is, and it's a lot more. And suddenly there's a moment where you just think, well, there's nowhere spinning that out. <laughs> there's no politician that can come and tell yeah. me yeah. this is good news. Like this is just going up and it's the same product I was getting before and I have no real choice about it. Um, yeah, and that that's when I really, I've noticed it on petrol more than almost anything else because it's not like I'm treating myself to some petrol. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. there thinking I have to do this. And we're lucky, like there are people who driving as their job and, you know, for those people... Hitting them even harder, and and you know it's some um, well, yeah. As someone who uses trains, I am not losing sleep over the drivers. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, trains are probably. I don't. Do you find trains have, uh, have they got more expensive? Particularly, sort of, if you're having to buy a train at the last minute, it's usually because you can't plan. You know, the ideal is, oh, you plan as soon as the tickets become available. So in October, you should have got your Christmas tickets. The longer you leave it, the cheaper it gets. That's not always true. It's a bit of a roulette as well. Sometimes prices peak and they do come down. The, the algorithm is opaque wow. <laughs> on this. It's wild. Uh, Sheffield to London and London back to Sheffield. Uh, I bought tickets for that. I tried to buy them a few days in advance and the cheapest I could get them was £140. 
Sheffield's in the UK, expensive. not like Sheffield on sea. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's not like a Sheffield fancy Ohio, resort really. in America yeah. where they're called the same thing, but they're very different. It's it's ridiculous. I just don't know how anybody who relies on trains or has been relying on trains for commutes can pay their bills anymore. Because no. every year again, everybody it goes up and everybody's furious and like, this can't go on. And it's the... It's the worst service I've ever got as well. So if it, at least if you're in a nicer seat and they always run on time and the right amount of staffing, but one in five trains I get is cancelled. I think every yeah. single train I've ever got is delayed. I got here by accident on time today because I got on at the right time. The time is on my ticket and that was a delayed train from 40 minutes ago. My oh, actual train yeah. left half an hour later. It's crazy. So. You know, when, when you think about what you're paying <laughs> and then quite a lot of the time you are stood for at least a sig- significant bit of your journey, you're, st- you're yeah. standing in an aisle. And it's it's not only that you're standing in an aisle, the messaging that comes back from the people who work on the track is, is really aggressive sometimes. They're not like, we apologise that, you know, it's like, you must not block the aisles. Do not stand. The other guys on train, they wouldn't. Get in the luggage track then, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I was on a train and the the, um, the driver was coming on and he was really quite an aggressive tone. He was like, this train will not move because people have stood in first class. And I was like, well, this is like a metaphor for the for the nation, isn't it? It's like, like, do you not possibly consider that people don't want to be stood in first class, but it's because literally all of us are like yeah. shoulder to shoulder. We are crammed like sardines down the middle of this train and there is nowhere else for us physically to go unless you want to start, you know, and maybe- it's all like, empty in first class. Yeah, first class empty. Maybe should, almond. Well, I think the solution is probably, the solution they were suggesting was like, give a big stick to people in first class so they can try and pitch the, the, the plebs out the, at the doors at the stations, you know, it's like, I'm the sorry place. we're blocking your first class seats, but you yeah, know. it's like my tro- the trolley can't get down the aisle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they give up on the food service yeah. at that point. It's like, it's, it's full on anarchy on that train. Yeah. Like, they're like, like, you have to go to the buffet car now and people are like ripping the seats up. They're furious. Oh, like, it's madness. Yeah. It so, yeah, is mad. It's feral. The train is feral <laughs> at the moment. I'm very tired. and very stressed by them. Yeah. <laughs> but seat frog, uh, this is my hot tip for train travel. A couple of hours before, if you download the seat frog app, you can bid on empty first class tickets and the cheapest I've got one is £12 and I absolutely rinsed it the woman came with the trolley I was like I'll level with you I got a £12 upgrade I want all the free things give me everything that you've got and uh, she was a brilliant accomplice so uh, it is worth if you think you're going to be in one of those packed trains because people don't want to pay for first class prices I've got to stop telling people though because it's gone up now because more people are bidding should keep it to myself. So in a way that what you've just done there was... I've, I've ruined it for myself. But you know what? I'm, I'm selfless. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a martyr to your job. We're coming up to Christmas. I'm thinking about Jesus. I want to be the change I want to see in the world. Right, on to the next story. And we are talking about Kevin the Carrot. Mm. Now you've got, you've both got kids. Yes. Has Kevin the Carrot come into your life in any way? Maybe a few years ago. Not so much now. Teenagers. And that's a different story completely. Because um, when... I, I don't understand how these adverts are causing people to have punch-ups in the aisle over this merchandise. But they, yeah. it's a carrot with a face on it. Like, I'll draw you one. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's, I say, it's even a bigger range this year because they've got all the, the family. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I know. Face, family. It's a whole vegetable I, patch. Sugar, sugar, sugar spice, you smell what sells. And they're like, what sells is really, yeah. really totally made toys for an advert that won't make any sense in six months. I mean, it's like the strain in your face and the, the little intake <laughs> of breath when you had to say the family for this, this, this family, fictional yes. carrot. Yeah. <laughs> and now they've got yeah. a giant plush, which I think is, if I'm right, £20. Mm. And they've even got a golden one, which is already, even though they're not out yet, They've been on auction sites for like five, six times the price. 
um, and there's bids already on those. So that's how how crazy it is. But yeah, it's I'm I'm so glad in the way that my children are past that stage. But I do have a nephew and niece, so that may come my way very very shortly. Well, so where are they seeing the adverts for this? Because I I haven't thing, actually seen like... this. My and my kids watch as much TV as um as any others. Like we're not one of those like yeah. oh we don't let our children watch it. We we they watch a lot of like especially YouTube and stuff like that. But but is it that they're being advertised on? Like actual TV channel because yeah. we don't watch yeah. like they everything they watch is like iPlayer or YouTube or you know they don't tend to actually watch any live TV. So is that is that what we're doing right to avoid Kevin the Carrot taking yeah. over our lives? Yeah. Just turn the TV off, turn the devices off, and then you might be onto a winner. Because like, yeah, there are a lot of adults it. as well though involved because it's like there were squishmallows in the McDonald's Happy Meals, and I saw yes. someone having a proper tantrum about it, and I was like, "You're not here with children. The squishmallow is for you." Like, let's be real. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> They're like, oh, I got book instead. <laughs> and I was waiting in the queue for my. I also had a happy meal because it was a hard day and I yeah. needed a little treat. And I had a squishmallow in mind, so they just didn't like the vibe of this man. <laughs> but that was the thing as well. They they limited people to how many happy meals that you could buy and how many little yeah. toys you could get them because you can just buy them over the counter as well. Oh. You can just go up to the counter and yeah. buy the toy if you don't want the happy meal. Oh, which okay. I found out back in the Bean I, Baby era when yeah. I got a lot when I lost my mind over I that. D- I actually didn't know that. I didn't. Mm. I, d- I thought it was like part of the transaction. It's like yeah, that's kind of. But if little... you try and grab a take a child into McDonald's and just go and buy a toy, then you've got no chance because you're ending up buying a Happy Meal <laughs> and a box of nuggets yeah. and an Oreo McFlurry. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> to the next section and we've got an expert in paul to talk to us about the deals of the week i mean yeah it's exciting to have someone who actually knows we're still with a bit of expertise yeah i think the audience has been silently crying out for this (laughs) yeah we've answered your prayers we've got we've got someone dan hello tell us about what what's black friday look like this year versus last year because you are at the literal cold face of this so yeah it's more personally i think it's more turning into a a black friday month like yeah. start of November, we've already started seeing some sales. Um, we've had a good few go live today, which is Wednesday. Um, Argos released quite a few Lego offers and stuff like that. But yeah, I think it's really picking up pace now. So the next week or so, we're going to see some real, real bargains. Certainly some to watch out for. Exciting. Okay, so what are, what are we doing this week? What are we looking out for? What do we want? Uh, I guess we had last week, we had the Baileys offer. We did, yeah. We did. The Baileys is back again, but this time it's... A, Morrison's and it's nine ninety nine, and it's nine ninety nine. They've got a penny cheaper. cheaper. It's like Bailey's doing a tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> World you, tour. You do see that though, don't you? Like these, because these loyalty prices, it does feel like one week it'll be here, one week it'll be there, one yeah. week it'll be in another place. It's nine ninety nine Morrison's, but you you need a, a more card again, again, um, <laughs> which you can download app. I think you can pick up in store as well. But again, it's all again, it's all app. The more card point like, system. We were just we were talking about this before yeah. the record. It's one of those where you just, I do not understand what the points mean at all. It's like, I've got 1,000, which apparently I'm, I get nothing for that. Like, I use the card every time because I want the prices, yeah, like the special deal prices, but I think I'll be waiting forever yeah. to get any vouchers back. It's not like the, like the Tesco where you can swap them for three times your points, whatever it is on train. Not train, enough people do that. No, not enough people do that, no. I think the, the points are like 0.01 is 1p or something like that. Again, it's confusing. Um, but yeah, that, that Morrison's Bailey's office is on till Sunday, 
the 19th. All right. So I've got my bottle of Baileys. Where am I going next? You can take it to next offer is Cineworld. Um, <laughs> taking your Baileys to Cineworld. Of course, I mean, yeah. Baileys to Cineworld. That sounds like a good thing. What a great day for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we've got the... Well, they've got on an offer at the moment, selected dates and majority of cinemas, I think it is, run up to Christmas. Um, they've got £5 movies plus your 95p booking fee. Is that nationwide? So uh, that, yeah. yeah. They've got movies like Elf, Night Before Christmas, Home Alone 1 and 2, um, and a couple more, including Die Hard, which is obviously a Christmas movie. That is a controversial take. It's not. It well, it's set Christmas at Christmas because I think anything that's got bells or a Christmas hmm. tree is Christmas. And snow. Yeah. And Christmas yeah. jumpers. I think, yeah. Christmas I think, music. I think it's obvious, but there are people that staunchly, that yeah. is the hill they want to die on. And they'll yeah. die in a Christmas jumper and say it's not festive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I took my Baileys to the cinema, watched a Christmas film, felt great about it. Then I came home and I thought, I need something to do. What am I doing? What are you doing? Um, well, there's currently <laughs> um, upcoming offers on Lego. Playing with Lego, yes. Lego. yes. With your Baileys. With my Baileys. With your Baileys. <laughs> I'm drunk. I'm making coloured decisions that are not on the chart, but I'm happy. And as a Lego <laughs> fan myself, who's got the Home Alone house with all the lights, music, so they, music. What comes, music. So what comes in the box and the lights and stuff, is that... You have to buy that separately. Are they hacks or are they actual no, they're, they're legit from, Lego products? No, they're not legit. They're like, you can buy the lights separately right, from okay. various other companies, but... Ah, right. Um, so they're a little like spin off. Yes, exactly. Um, and Leg. like it lights up the whole house, the, the car, the everything, and the music plays. And like when he's going down the slide and like on the sledge. This isn't um, for kids, is it? It is, but whatever. So what's, what's the deal? The deal is um, basically you can get up to £60 off various sets incoming, um, which includes the Njago City Gardens, the Luke Skywalker Land Speeder. Oh, nice. The Hogwarts Chamber of Secrets, which is... How much would that be without... Yes, it's terrifying me that you're saying £60 off. I'm like, what? How much is this at the start? It's quite a hefty (laughs) stint. I think it took between 12 and 15 hours to do the whole Home Alone thing and put it all together with all the lights and stuff like that. So it it takes a good while and it's good concentration. You need Um, to send us a picture so we can put it on full socials, please. I will. Um, And also, one of those included is the Pac-Man Arcade. And again, as an avid gamer... Um, I'm so tempted to get this, um, but I need to hide it somewhere so they don't see indoors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that that's incoming or it might be live now actually. Um, so it's definitely will be live um, Friday or Saturday. So let's, let's get see on how it. it goes. So get, get on, on it. it very quickly is what I'm hearing. Get on it, yeah. And who provided these deals, Dan? Because obviously Hot UK Deals is community crowdsourced. Uh, who are we thanking for all the Baileys and the uh, Christmas films? Well, the first was the Lego Offers, um, who's a, a big Lego head, is Minifig290. Thank you, Minifig290. Thank, big thanks to them. We also have the Baileys Offer, um, which was posted by Bargain Hunter 31 So thanks to them. I'll be having yeah, a thank tipple. You. Thanks. Over the weekend. <laughs> thank you from me. <laughs> and then we have the Cineworld Offers, which, weirdly enough, I posted. Um, Dan underscore 82. All right, so like that's that how guy. we find you. Great seems guy. like, do you know what? That's a solid username that yeah. is. I wonder what the 82 is about. It's impossible to work like that. It's, it's impossible to tell. Yeah. How many times do I repeat myself to my kids? <laughs> Amazing. Thank you so much for contributing those deals. Hopefully, they'll help lots and lots of people get cut price babies. So, right, it is time for the quick fire round, Paul. Okay. 
It's exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. It's really exciting, Because right? I'm playing again. Yeah, and I think you experienced it last week for the first time. And you're like, I did. I did. I, it now, I didn't right? win, though, did I? No, but you got you got one. So we need to. I need. I, I. I still need. You've got a clean sheet. I need to scores on the board here. Yeah. No. Of course. But yeah. I mean, you. It's not about the winning. I would say that it is though. Right. It's only not about you're, the winner when you're the winner. I think right. that is how it works. Okay. <laughs> sure, sure. I am. Sure. I'm burning with the passion to uh, to equalise here. Okay. Sure, so sure. Uh, Dan is the the master of the uh, the quick fire round today. Okay. Because I wanted to carry on playing. I'm going to keep playing until I win or I give up in a strop, and then you'll be versus Dan. You'll know when that happens. It will get. You'll but, know when I give up. But way before that point, it will get suspicious. People like, how much is an orange? I'll be like, oh, 14 pounds, 15 pounds. I'm just desperate for you to win one. <laughs> oh. I'm too nice. You can tell you've got kids because you're just like, yes, you definitely won that. I'd be like, playing to win every time. That's <laughs> <laughs> how they learn. Uh, right. My first one, I guess, is. Exciting lot number one. As I guess a British staple is fish and chips. Okay. Um, but not just any fish and chips. This is the fish and chips by celebrity chef Tom Kerridge. Was recently increased the price at his Harrods-based restaurant. As soon as you hear that word, Harrods. Uh, cunningly named fish and chips. Um, <laughs> but how much does it now cost? Oh, I read an article about this and I thought it was ridiculous. And it looked like a really small portion. Because uh, it is. it actually is fish and chips, I think, isn't yeah. it? It's not like... It's a joke, and the chips are actually the fish, and the that's fish more. It has to be looks top. like a baked yeah, potato. Right. It's actually like legit. It is just potatoes and a bit of fish. Right, <laughs> right. No, the Heston Blumenthal one would be like you actually have to go in a boat, and somehow he serves it to you. But actually, it turns out you were the boat the whole time, yeah. and like <laughs> you're never actually aware of having had the meal. But you I'm get home, and you're like, "Fuck, <gasps> it was great." <laughs> well, yeah. And then you have to say it was great because you spent all that money. Of and you're you embarrassed. Do. That's, that's why it's total emperor's new clothes. All these things are right. You just have to come away and go. It was brilliant. Otherwise, you won't allow yourself to believe that you just spent like eighty-five pounds on a plate of fish and chips somewhere. Like, <laughs> I'm going to say seventy-five pounds. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm going fifty. I think it's fifty. Like, okay. Oh, the answer surprisingly. £37. Oh, okay. there we go. So it was okay. cheaper than we thought. It's still absurd. He's a man of the people. <laughs> I couldn't even get through it. Couldn't even get through it. But no, man of the people. Man Good, of the people. honest fish and honest chips. £37. Yeah. So you point, but we all win. And does, does, he, does he wrap it in um, newspaper and can you sort of you can take it home with you and eat it like, Maybe. while it rains on in you? In a cone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with the tomato ketchup that's cut fork. with vinegar. Yeah. You only get at the... Yeah. <laughs> that's so what I want. But yeah, £37. Okay. Not Right. Point so, but I guess yeah. The next topic talking uh, mold, not any mold, fruit mold, as in not gone off groceries, but mold that shapes fruit like apples, etc., to grow in oh, huge right. shapes. Oh, um, it took us a long time to yes, get there, but I think I yes, understand. exactly. There's a lot of mold going on here. Um, so, how much for a pack of five molds? What are they made of? <laughs> molds. 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 I'm lost. Like, I mean, yeah. to be fair, that was... Del- I thought I understood it, I've then I realised I did This was like so. an Alan Sugar apprentice link. It was like, <laughs> we have taken you to the fish market because they get up early here, so what you're selling is alarm clocks for dogs. Yeah. So that, that, that's kind of where I am right now. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. What, what have we got? Yeah. I feel like bonus point for Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Moulds. I'm going to need more information, I'm afraid. I cannot make an informed choice on this. 
square shaped apple molds. They Do mold. They mold into anything. Yeah, but it also comes with free delivery. If that helps. No, it doesn't. We don't even factor delivery into what we're. Read it. Read. Start from the top. Read it again uh, with different emphasis. So, <laughs> fruit molds. Fruit molds. No, yeah. Not fruit molds. So you're not gone off groceries, but a mold that shapes fruit like apples, etc., to grow in a cube shape. Oh, oh! So it's to make novelty fruit. But so they you, grow in. So, them. like, like, like. Huh? Like binding, you're binding your fruit, basically. Yeah, so if you want to yeah, grow like a watermelon. Why would you want that? But how into are a you, square shape. I mean, how this are you growing is for, your this is for rich pricks. No, no normal human thinks, oh, I wish this apple was a square. No, okay. and who's out there growing their watermelon anyway? What? Uh, I'm going to say 20 pounds. Okay. Uh, higher or lower? Um, I'll go higher, 30, 30 pounds. But I, I don't know what this is. Oh, 23 pounds, 77 pence. Ooh, that's one of the closest ones we've ever What are they made of? Are they metal? Are they plastic? Plastic, I believe, or silicone, oh. maybe. Right. It's a point all, but no one feels good about it. Um, no, I don't feel good about any of this. <laughs> and this might be a bit easier. Okay. Uh, I'll say easier. Average cost of a wedding. How much does it cost to get married these days? I want the price of the average UK wedding in 2023. This based on an average guest turnout, which is 88. Oh, that's, that's 88's quite that a big, yeah. I feel like I've even seen a stat for this and it was crazily high. It was higher than you thought the average could be. But I guess that's because some people are bringing it up with like their yeah. insane like destination ones where yeah. it's like, we're going to take everyone out to like, well, not take them out. Everyone's got to come to Italy on Lake Garda and that one of those weddings drags up everyone oh, else. those are the kind of people that'll pay for the trip, Paul. No. It's cheaper for them and you all have to pay more. That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, that's how that's exactly that works. It. Selfish pricks. What's wrong with local <laughs> weddings? Oh, yeah. I, I don't really get people having their wedding somewhere that isn't like in either of the families. That requires everyone to pay. I'm going to go with £22,000. Okay, I'm, I'm going to go lower. I'm going to... 15. It's match point. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Average answer is 19,184. I don't know who's won. <laughs> <laughs> this you, is the, this is the moment we, we fear. We need This is the moment we fear. No oh, one's Dan, got the mouse. Dan said me. Oh. I've always liked you. You said 22,000 something. I did. Yeah. That oh, was only quite three close I've, I've read this article every year when some PR company's done it, to be honest. Um, it used to be about 16. But it's gone. I'm surprised it's gone up because I thought people would have been downsizing in weddings or putting them off. <laughs> That's, fair. you know, like an average salary's yeah. worth of a year's salary for a, a party. Yeah, what's wrong you have to, you're obliged to invite people you don't even like. Nah, for me, it's bottle of Bailey's, Cineworld. Get oh, yeah. Hire out a whole Cineworld. Five pounds each. <laughs> screen. Everyone gets their own Bailey's. You go home with a little Lego party favour. I don't Ooh, see anyone done. whining about that. Hot wedding. UK Deals oh. wedding. We're doing it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh well we've had a lovely time haven't we we have Paul do you know what mm. I think we should have had an expert in this whole time yeah maybe we should <laughs> don't tell him he'll put up his price and actually, <laughs> and actually <laughs> once you reveal that people are essential they, they start getting greedy it's true and actually when I, when I saw Dan Evans I thought you meant the tennis player so I think on a whole it was more sensible to have a money saving expert than like sort of jobbing professional tennis player Dan Evans sort of unfulfilled British potential Dan Evans uh, you know Wimbledon second round exit guy Dan Evans I was like well 
fine, okay, I guess we can get him. But this makes a lot more sense because he actually knows the (laughs) subject. Thank you so much for joining us, Dan. This has been uh, illuminating and uh, we look forward to having you back. Uh, Thank you, Paul. As ever, for providing the uh, the second seat. Is it, I filled the seat. <laughs> you, do you know what? You filled that seat. You filled it beautifully. Thank I can't you imagine very much. anyone else in that role. And let's it's hope it continues you. that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll try a completely different composition next week, which is just me. So I'll just keep <laughs> trying to gradually shed people until it just becomes you. But no, but people were expecting two people. That's what we outlined last week. We had an extra value person. It was three for two this week. I reckon we'll keep that up for next week. Thank you all for listening. Hopefully you are still listening in your headphones while you're out buying your Baileys. Um, this has been False Economy. If you liked it, rate it on whatever podcast provider that you're using. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We don't care as long as they listen. You now have 30 days to return it for a refund if you didn't like it. And terms and conditions apply. 